Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is Episode 3, Season 3, The Dirty Half Dozen. Hey, friend. Hi, friend. How's, uh, how's your plague going? Um, receding. Yay! This is... Like your hairline. Is... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. And also, not, not no, even true. I know. <laughs> Uh, no, it's better. So I'm um, I'm testing negative. I've still got some some symptoms, but um, mustn't grumble. Mustn't. I can I can actually mustn't grumble. Mm-hmm. It's against can, the law to grumble. Actually, actually. actually. <laughs> uh, tomorrow I'll be allowed out of the house. I'll be out of my splendid isolation, and I can go out and do shopping and catch it all over again. Woo! That sounds fun. Yeah, well, you've got to wait twenty eight <laughs> days before you can catch it again, mate. Oh, have you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> I'm not much staying. <laughs> no, all good. All good. All right. All cool. Good. cool. Cool, 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 cool. Right, so uh, this episode, The Dirty Half Dozen, um, I think this should be a quick podcast today. I mean, it's famous last words, I know. I was going to say, place your bets now. But, listener. Oh, no, listener already knows because you've seen the length of the podcast. But. Yeah, yeah. But I'm <laughs> hoping that we can recap this quite quickly because it's quite, let's say... I think we said last week, right? Forgettable. And mm. um, the parts that weren't forgettable were, for me, quite annoying. So. <laughs> I wish I could have forgotten them all. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if last week was the, the, the loving homage to uh, Groundhog Day, this is, this is the half hearted, cheap knockoff <laughs> version of the Dirty Dozen, quite yeah. clearly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, given the title. So the you setup kind of, is. You kind of get. So you get the impression that the writer, the writers might have gone for a full dirty dozen setup and then just Ugh. gradually it got whittled away and like can we can we save some can we save some money here can we yeah save some speaking parts leave some of that on the cutting room floor yeah well yeah. i mean you can tell actually that they they lost faith in their setup quite early because yes. like you have it you know, so the setup is Aries has got a new boyfriend and he's a cunt um, yes. So Aries does appear to have moved on from trying to get Zena to come back to him. This doesn't actually seem to have anything to do with her. This whole plot, unlike his previous plots. No. Um, so he's stolen the metal of Hephaestus from Hephaestus and he's given it to this dickhead who has dressed himself up in a suit of armour that just looks like um, someone who has spent way too much time um, upgrading their smithing skill in Skyrim. Um, (laughs) this is a guy who has fucked himself right over by making a million metal daggers and getting his smithing skill up to a hundred and he's leveled right up with no (laughs) combat skills whatsoever um so yeah he's he's kind of um i I sort of pegged him as i haven't pegged him i didn't i didn't peg him Um, i've i've pegged him as Mackenzie crook with a very slight glow up (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Oh my god. He's and... he's um, he's he's like some really jittery surf douche. Yeah, that's guy. what he's, he's supposed to be. Some sort of like dude, you know. And it, yeah. it, he's got this um, he's got this uh pet name for Ares, which is War God. Like, I mean, I know he's the god of war, but like, it's a bit. So every time he sees him, he's like, "Hey, War God, you've got good yeah. muscles. Let me touch them." You know. Um, Whoa! Do you guys work out? Do you do you work out? Nice yeah, That's a good one. That's a good Awful. one. Um, so he's dressed like so. So basically, like this metal makes him sort of invulnerable. Like other metals can't pierce mm. it, 
and it cuts through other metals like a knife through metal <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the setup, right? And then we Zena rescues a guy from being executed, right? And says yes. to him, "We're going to go up against Ares." And then, so that was all quite. She rescues. She rescues him in spite of his terrible dreadlocks, which are um, alone are punishable by death. Terrible, really bad wig. It's not great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, and then they seem to sort of like that was quite involved. Her rescuing him from the thing. Yeah. And then they immediately lose heart with their premise because they've got three more people to get. And in the next scene, it's just <laughs> Xena jumps into a prison cell where coincidentally all three of them are. Yeah. And just gets them out immediately. <laughs> and, and, when, and when we talk, when we say it's the dirty half dozen, she's not rounding up half a dozen yeah. um, ex-cons or current cons, saving them from a, a certain death. It's, it's for... Plus Zena and Gabrielle. Yeah, Zena and Gabrielle half are, are part of the half dozen. So we, we don't even get six, as many as six speaking parts, guest, guest, nope. guest stars. We just get four douchebags. So we've got Tall Man, um, who throws javelins, and also a bit of a shot putter, and also... His name is Darnell. Uh, yeah, well, he's got he does javelin, he does shot put, and he does misogynist comments. So, that's, so he's a triple threat. Right, it's the triathlon. Yeah, original ancient ancient Greek Greek triathlon. Ancient Greek triathlon. Um, And then we've got an assassin with a bad wig. Whatever his name is, I don't fucking remember. No, I keep I keep forgetting his name. Walmart or something. Walmart. So we've got Darnell and Walmart. (laughs) And we've got um a thief who was he called Mammon or have I made that up? Mondlik. (laughs) Something. Mondlik. I don't think it. Monlick. It was something like that. Your mama. I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Your mama. And then we've got um, the token woman of the budge, who is who was the GP in Home and Away, whose big her her big storyline was when she got a needle stick injury and had to wait for six weeks for an HIV test. Um, <gasps> it's quite a long time to wait. Maybe it wasn't six weeks. Maybe it just felt like that. Um. And I remember fancying her when she was on Home and Away, I'm not going to lie, but in this she just drives me up the fucking wall. I don't like her. Uh, (laughs) Bizarrely, I didn't mind her, given that her whole shtick was she's a slave trader, which Mm. generally I disapprove of. Yeah, generally But she specialised in men. Well, She only sold men. Yeah, she's just a misandrist, so whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll go in, a bit later I'll go into why she annoyed me. (laughs) Okay, so, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it turns out these are all ex cronies of Xena, and she um, was a bad influence on all of them. Let's say. Yeah, she's she's, they... she's trained she's trained them all, with the exception of Glafira, this the slave trader who I, I don't think she taught how to trade in human her, flesh. She didn't teach her how but to she's... trade slaves. Yeah, <laughs> but what she was uh, like, basically, like. Um, thingy from home and away was the proto Gabrielle you know she tried to she followed Zena around when she was a young innocent girl and got turned into this monster that we see before us um (laughs) yeah so the the, the, all all of them have been touched by evil Zena yeah they all fell in with the wrong crowd and the wrong crowd in this case was just Zena back in the old days that'll, that'll do it yeah that'll do it and we'll we'll return to that point later 
Mm-hmm. Um, but for the time being, we go straight into fight, fight, fight because we we um, we're in. Oh, is it the camp? Is it Agathon's camp? I it think gives, they go. I and don't give a shit. Do some, some sort of, no, <laughs> I don't really. care. They just start like <laughs> they come across a battlefield or something, and then a bunch of guys who are all dressed in the Skyrim armor come in with their swords That's up it. in the air, going ah, as you do. Um, and then... yeah, they kind of go, "What? What kind of weapons could have done this?" It's like, "Oh, I think we're about to find out." Yeah, exactly. Mm. And um, so when they come and uh, they have a crack at fighting them, and um, this is this never comes up again, but like they destroy Xena's extremely, um, what's the word? What's the word where everyone knows what it looks like? Noticeable? No. You know how they were like, "I recognize that sword Distin- only one." Distinctive. That's it. Distinctive. Fucking hell! I completely lost my brain there for a second. Uh, you know how early, in a previous episode they were yeah. like, oh, only one person uses that sword. Yes. As if it's not the most generic looking sword you've ever seen. So Xena's yeah. completely distinctive sword has been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> and and will later be restored. With, exactly with, as it was. Again. And never mentioned yeah. again. Exactly. But, yeah. Um, I, and we, you know. we learned from this, we learned from this fight that... Um, the, the Skyrim armor is impenetrable. There's no point using pointy weapons. Only brute yeah. force will do. So actually, Gabrielle fighting with her little stick is um, more effective than using oh, yeah. war axes or stuff. So she, she's pretty she, good. She takes so brute, lots of brute them force down. will do the trick. And yeah, also, she's good. Brute force will do the trick and so will precision because the guy with the little mini crossbow, um, he yep. can get through, get like, you know, the bit under the arm or whatever. Or inside yeah, the mask. Yeah, it's all those know. little weak spots so under yeah. the armpit and so on. All that, the so, usual yeah. shit, right? So they do manage to chase the fuckers off. So it seems to me that they wouldn't actually be that impossible to defeat. No, like, just because like a few guys things on them. Yeah, or like you could do yeah the Velasca method of getting yeah. rid of someone, <laughs> drop some polystyrene rocks on them. <laughs> that would do it. <laughs> That's what to do. So, like the six thousand Athenians that got butchered by the by about a hundred guys earlier on, um, mm. you know, frankly, uh, I think that you know they could have done better. Yeah. So sorry about that, guys. So anyway, plot hole. Unusually, unusually for this franchise, there's a plot hole. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. Um, so yeah. anyway, back at there's a. Aerie's boyfriend has got this big forge slash castle where he's making stuff, making all this metal shit. And he's yeah, made it's one himself... of the it's one of the standard CGI castles now mm. with added chimneys, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he's mm. made himself um because he's quite jealous of Xena's chakram, right? He's got yeah. chakram envy, and he's made himself some sort of um boomerang tin boomerang like, tin boomerang, yeah, which <laughs> <laughs> we'll see use later. Um, and he, he extracts a promise from Ares that Ares will not intervene in his fight with Xena because he rightly points out... I want to do it. Yeah. I want to do it. <laughs> well, as he rightly points out, Ares has in the past been thinking with his dick when it comes to Xena. Yes. Most of the time. And uh, Ares duly promises that he will not intervene with the battle, right? Mm-hmm. So that's important. We'll come back to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... <coughs> can almost hear the bullet points <laughs> I mean I, I'm sorry this episode just wasn't very good I'm sorry um, so 
back to the back to Zena and Gabrielle, who are Gabrielle's having a bit of an existential crisis about how Zena yes. was the corrupting influence on all these people, and she's like, you know, I'm sure all of these guys were good before you met them, and I think it's really quite harsh and a little bit um, insensitive. Because it's already obvious, Gabrielle. You don't need to point it out. She's like, Zena, was it your fault that they're all douchebags? And she's like, yes, you okay, Gabrielle. so many lives. Yeah, basically. Hey, Zena, how many lives did you fuck up? Do you think you could have fucked me up if we'd met at the wrong time? Um, <laughs> obviously and, not. And then, and then she's worried about the opposite as well, sort of acknowledging that she's she's quite capable and competent and actually quite cool now. And is, is that the real her? Maybe that she's only that way because Zena's made her that way. Ugh. Yeah. Is this setting up Does the it sort matter? of Yeah, is this is it do you think this is setting up the sort of conflict of the rest of the season where Gabrielle's association uh, with Xena really harms her quite a lot? I suppose only a rewatch will tell. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Oh well. So Xena's a bit upset. Well not upset, but she's like, Yeah, it was me, Gabrielle. It's all my fault. Let's go back to the camp now. <laughs> Happy. <laughs> yeah. So when they get back to the camp, the four of them are in a Mexican standoff. This is quite good. This is this quite, is quite funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> None of them will put their weapons down. And so Zena and Gabrielle just All like... All night. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, okay then, we'll go to bed. And they go and get a full night's sleep while these four dishbags just stand there <laughs> with their weapons on each other for the whole night because none of them trust each other. <laughs> Except for the smart one, Yo Mama, who knows how to sleep Mondlick. with his eyes open. His name is Monlick. Monlick. Well, Mondlick. like, Mon, Mon and Lickney, like that guy. <laughs> That's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mon then, come yeah, ahead. Him. Yeah, like that. Fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah, so he turns out he's been asleep with his eyes open all night, which is not creepy at all. No, not in the least. But at least he got like yeah. a bit of sleep, you know. Well, he's he's gonna have plenty of sleep soon, as it turns out. <laughs> yeah, quite soon. <laughs> um, so they all go off to do different tasks, right? They've got they've been mm-hmm. get Dina gives them different jobs, and she sends Darnell and the Doctor from Home and Away off together. Because she's a bit of a matchmaker, our Zena, you know? That's what it is, Zena yeah, knows. Yeah, so he's, he's like, he's like, he's kind of coming across as Texan beefcake. He's coming across as of... a complete arsehole. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> he's coming across as like the most, the, the, the most stereotypical, ha ha ha, let's do misogynistic jokes. For fun, yeah, he he's he's the jock, isn't he? Yeah, he is. In he's this the bre- jock. in this in this Breakfast Club. He's, yeah, he's the jock. So what's what what is she then? Is she the the basket? Well, case she's Molly Ringwald. Yeah, what what was she in? The, I I've seen the Breakfast Club, but like I don't remember it very well. Oh, the the pretty one, the pretty the, one. Okay, the the fem the fem presenting one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't they do a. <laughs> Don't they do some sort of disgusting um, makeover on her, and she looks much worse than she did before? Probably. Don't yeah, remember. I don't. I don't remember it too well. But anyway, basically, right. Um, the shtick with whatever her name is. What is her name? Glinda. Glafira. Glafira. <laughs> Glafira. Stop it. 
Okay. Um, this this the shtick here with Gloria Steinem is that she is basically she <laughs> she's she's basically like she's a man hating man hating possible lesbian, but yeah, no, she's like the she's like every nineties um man's nightmare of a man hating feminazi. Um, yes. And as all, with all, all of men those, are the same. Yeah, all men are bastards. Ha ha ha. Hashtag even, all men. Oh god, she even pulls out this the fucking line. Your mother was a woman. I mean, that's like it. Oh, it's like the worst gotcha of that era of feminism. But you know, it it is. But then he comes back with one even worse and says, "Yeah, I know. My I was born of a man. My mother just delivered me." Oh fucking just. And this is the guy that she later says, I thought he was different. And I'm like, why? What why made you, you what gave you that impression? Like, there's nothing the, the he has that, said or done. The fact that Xena has, Xena has deliberately gone and found some absolute total douchebags for this job. <laughs> why did you think one of them would be different? Yeah. Is like, it because by he's, definition, he's a cunt. It's because he's better looking than the rest. He's got good teeth. He is. We haven't mentioned yet that this is um, our friend Charles Majeur again. Again? Have we had him before? We've yeah, we've had him. Who's he? He's been, been a general or something, and he's oh. he's going to be Gabriel. Oh, so he was from the Price. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with and, you. And we've seen Walmart. We've seen him before as well. Have we? Like I... really early on. Yeah, maybe. From maybe some first or second episode of series one. Oof. So we got some recurring, got some recurring actors, not guests, characters, guest actors here. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so there's some disgusting apple-based fellatio substitute. Oh, horrid! That happens next, <laughs> and then she tricks him into punching himself in the face. Um, because that's apple. feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag oh, feminism. Men are so easy. Yeah, yeah men are so easy. Christ. Um, yeah. Anyway, so bit of rebellion in the ranks when yeah, they get back. Mutiny. There's yeah. mutiny in the ranks. Mon- Monica's been to scope out the castle, mm-hmm. forge, factory, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, to kind of work out where the where the secret recipe for the um, the nine herbs and spices that, that make up <laughs> the festion <laughs> is kept. <laughs> it's finger looking good. It is. <laughs> It is. It's so good that he he realizes that he's he can withhold this information to as a bargaining tool. So he kind of wants uh, he wants to be paid pro rata, basically, doesn't he? He's he's forming his own one man union. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but Zena busts that union. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like the Jeff Bezos of the ancient world. This is all going wrong. <laughs> it's, it's Gabrielle the Jorts. Gabriel was Jorts the cat. Oh man, I love Jorts. Sorry, mm. I got off topic there, but Jorts is like the best cat in the history of the world. Yeah, I, I like Jorts the, the cat. I have owned, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Sorry, this this episode <laughs> brought to you by Jorts the cat. Um, Yay! <laughs> so yeah, so she just kills this guy. Um, and normally Zena seems to have some sort of like plan. But I think that she doesn't really have a plan here. No, she's like, oh, fuck it. We'll do it without him. Yeah. 
But it's like yeah. <laughs> it's like that like that thing where the guy uh, what's his name Go, goes absolutely crazy, um, and he's like, "Fuck it, we'll do it live." What was it? Is it Bill O'Reilly? Is it? Is this? I don't old- know. It's this old viral video where he's going absolutely fucking okay. mental because someone's asked him to repronounce something that he said wrong, <laughs> and then he's just like, "Fuck it, we'll do it live." <laughs> <laughs> so basically, that's yeah, that. Basically, she's okay. Bill O'Reilly. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this reference at oh, all. I'll show you later. Fine, whatever. All right. Anyway, thanks. Then, then you can you can. Dub in some some laughter from me. Okay, okay. I do sometimes. That is such a pertinent reference. <laughs> I do occasionally do that. To be honest with you, I'll just make a new track and put in a bit of laughter from somewhere else. Oh my god! Where where it deserves. You're putting in canned <laughs> laughter when I don't laugh enough at your lame jokes. <laughs> <coughs> you know what that is? What you know what that is? What egregious? <laughs> it sure is. No, to be honest, it's mostly just when you react about three seconds too late because of you being mm. really elderly. So I just move the laughter <laughs> back a little bit so that it doesn't... Well, I'm, I'm elderly and also I'm a long way away. Yeah, that's true. These are small. <laughs> the ones out there are far away. Yeah. Hey, we're getting a, a nice line now. Um, Aries pops up yeah. to a little little halfway checkpoint, Aries. <laughs> and... Um, and and Zena gets her, her spidey senses tingle and she knows he's there before before he yeah um materializes and he says oh you have this special i must have amazing presents for you to <laughs> for you to detect me and she says eh, you say presents i say stench <laughs> <laughs> Aries has also got some new tricks for this season um which is like yes from the i think from the tool chest of the genie from Aladdin you know like oh, when he okay. draws up yeah. the one strike strike one for the warrior princess, then he draws up this one with fire in the air. It's just something the genie would do, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty or much. maybe Hades from the movie Hercules. You know, something like that. De- I've definitely definitely seen it before somewhere. Yeah, um, but quite a nice little bit. He he kind of walks into it and, mm. and then has to cancel it so he can walk. Through <laughs> it. Nice little little physical bit. Um, he's come to warn Zena that if she attacks Agathon, he um, Agathon will kill her because he's got um, Skyrim armor, and, and yeah. Ares has, has promised not to intervene. And um, Zena is kind of like, okay, yeah, okay then. But he does reveal as well that her plan, her grand plan, which was to trick him, trick the guy into bringing his army out of the forge. Oh yeah. By pretending that um, King Gregor... Now, we remember him, right? Baby-throwing man? Baby-throwing. Yeah, that's a, there's a reference for you. Man. Um, so she's gone to see, she had gone to see him to say, like, send your army down here and pretend to attack them. <laughs> um, but Agathon is like, nah, I see through that. That is rubbish. They're not yeah. doing that. So it's not going to happen. bullshit, man. And see, that like, genuinely looks like, oh, fuck. No, no, do you know you what? Know? He wouldn't say it's bullshit. He'd say... Uh, Oh, that's totally bogus. <laughs> he would say that. <laughs> that's bogus, war god. Yeah. Oh, <coughs> God, he's such an arsehole. Um, so, like, it seems like her plan has fallen to, fallen to pieces, but the next day they just go and start a new one, which seems to yeah. mostly involve throwing, um, like, what is it? Throwing 
like what a lot of cocktails. Molotov yeah, Gab- Gabrielle Strings. That's it. Yeah. Fucking hell, man! Why can't I don't have any words today? What is wrong with me? <laughs> well, going by my own experience, it could be a number of things. <laughs> I'm too young for it to be all those things. Advanced <laughs> age, menopause, could be anything. No. Could be anything. I don't think it's those things. I think maybe it's Oh, there's just... there's a little un- unexplained bit that they, they don't make proper capital of, really, that, that Darnell gets dragged away in the night. Yeah. Gets dragged away from the campfire. And we don't know quite what's going on with that because in the morning, there he is. He's taken part in this attack on the, on the yeah. castle, forge, whatever it is. Well, we know, um, we yeah, know so, later so, what it was about. Because like we, yeah, Zena had interrupted um, the three remaining douchebags, sort of semi-discussing whether they should betray Zena or not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that was before Aries came. Well, we missed that part, but like, yeah, yeah. So that. like, let's wait and see who betrays whom. Mm. Um. So Zena gets in. This is absolutely ridiculous. This it was pretty standard Zena ridiculous though. <laughs> But this yeah. is their method for getting into the for getting into the castle. Zena yeah. is going to climb the wall while they're yes. being while while Darnell and Gabrielle distract everyone by throwing in these Molotov cocktails. Yes, and they've got quite a good strong both of them quite good throwing arms. You know they don't throw like a yeah. girl. These people. Um, meanwhile, Doctor from Home and Away is throwing. A lot of daggers. She's got a lot of daggers. So many daggers. And she's throwing them at this solid stone wall. And they are... She's so strong that they are embedding themselves in this solid stone wall to such an extent that Xena can use them as handholds for climbing. (laughs) And she's throwing these... She's throwing them while Zena's kind of, climbing, so she's got to, it's, it's like it's the equivalent it's the equivalent of, of Gromit putting down pieces of rail railway track, isn't it? Yeah. Ahead of the <laughs> <laughs> It's that. So totally. she's climbing as they're as they're thrown. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty uh, cool. But okay. as you, as you say, standard standard Xena nonsense. <laughs> yeah, standard Xena nonsense with fucking polystyrene walls. Um and then at the top, your man throws a big javelin so that she can swing over it. And then <laughs> she gets and then, in a window. Uh, and yeah, and like, then for for reasons, Zena goes die hard. So she's she's kind of elbowing her way along a tunnel, and she yeah. flings her chakram from this ventilation shaft or whatever it's meant to be. Yeah. Um, but gets rat trapped in it basically. So she's she's been possibly she's been betrayed maybe by yeah. Darnell, who's made it possible for her to get into that tunnel. Um, Agathon has dropped a trap at either end. He's got her chakram. Oh no! Oh no! Zena's been captured, and so it sad. turns out that both the men, because as we know, men are bastards. Um, All of them. Yeah, <laughs> it turns out they've both betrayed her, and Zena uh, and Gabrielle and Gloria Steinem end up in. <laughs> end up in a, a big cage and we know yes. it's a we know it's a cage of the bad metal because it's got a slightly bluish tint to it so they're not going yes, to be able and attention is drawn to it yeah so they're not going to be able to yeah. get their way out of this cage very easily because it's made of the special metal <laughs> so there you go there's the setup for the final act um so this is when this is when what's her name says i thought darnell might have been different and i was like just screaming at the tv why? Why, Why did you, would you think that? 
Why would you have thought that? He's been an absolute arsehole all the way through. He's been objectionable in every possible manner. Yeah. And then, oh God, she goes, it's like, this is where she makes her big mistake as well. Gabrielle's Mm. trying to do, Gabrielle's basically saying hashtag not all men at her. She is. And then um, she the one I the, married was good. Yeah, the one I married was good, and she's like, "Well, where is he? He's probably off with another conquest." Ha ha. Yes, I am very intelligent. That's what she. And then, and <laughs> <laughs> and she get and Gabrielle just goes nuts. You know, she does that slammer up against the bar. Or maybe he was murdered. Yeah, she's like, yeah, just you're such an idiot. She's she's basically she just goes like shrill man hating feminist. It's vile. It's yeah. horrible. And then and then Zena comes up to her and says, Yeah, he was murdered by a woman. As if like this is the biggest gotcha ever. Yeah. That <laughs> like, this that this character that <laughs> this person who is a woman and bad and who knew Zena, who was a woman and bad, is going to be like <laughs> is this a gotcha for her that women can be bad? I really don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell man. Oh. The other, the only other thing I think about that when uh, when Zena is explaining the backstory to to Gloria Steinem, she says uh, Gabrielle's been through been through more than you know, yeah. and you just think you can kind of hear the writers going, "Hold my ale, there's more coming." Yeah, <laughs> she's been through a lot and will continue to do wait. so. Yeah, just you. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So surprise, surprise, Darnell's. Double bluff was a double bluff. Yes. So he double crosses the people that he double crossed and then he comes down to do some sort of gross, sort of vaguely, vaguely like sexually harassing stuff Gloria Steinem. to her. Um mm. and then uses this uses this um getting close to the bars to slip Xena a thing. Oh what'd you call it? Some sort of rasp. That was me. Oh, good. I I wouldn't have remembered the word rasp. Well done, you. Thanks. Some sort it's of like, rasp. It's, it's, a cheese, it's a cheese wire, isn't it? Yeah, it's a cheese it's, wire it's made out of a special wire. metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she can saw through the, the bars. Yeah, that's what we needed. And then she's like, oh, my goodness. And then basically, like the hashtag not all main woman. She's like, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. And he's like, nah, you can make it up for me. You can make it up to me later. Ha ha ha. And then he kisses her mm. with no, non-consensually. But it's fine. She's just like bamboozled by this. She's like, oh. Because here's the Fair thing, nice. right? Here's the thing. All she needed was yes. to meet the right man. That's it, isn't it? That's all. That's what <laughs> that all you... That is the take-home message. That is what all you girls need, you know? Just meet the right man. And then you're fixed. <laughs> You've been cured. Um, <laughs> so... Can, can you guess what part of this episode really annoyed me the most? <laughs> I think I can. They created this fucking straw feminist and then had her yeah. be fixed by just a man showing her what's what. And not even like a good man, a fucking arsehole who goes about making disgusting misogynist comments like implying that Gabrielle's only use would be as a camp follower. Um, oh yeah, that's <laughs> Do you remember that one? That bit was horrible. Yes, I do. What is? I do. And he'd already seen. He had already seen her fighting and being extremely effective at this point. Yeah. Fucking knobhead. Anyway, whatever. Do you know? Who, <laughs> do you know who you sound like? What? You sound like Glafira. 
life's so easy, man. I had someone, one of my pupils asked me if I hated men, right? And I said, I don't, I don't hate men at all. I just don't think about them ever. Uh, and he was really offended by this. He was like, what? You don't think about them? And I'm like, yeah, I don't really have any. Really, yeah, I, don't not, I don't really have any men in my life apart from my dad. Um, and like other than that, you know, not really. Don't really think about them much. And he was just like, oh, you know, this blew his mind completely. You know, <laughs> I <laughs> that, no, I don't hate men. I am just indifferent to them, completely indifferent. And I think that struck that's him worse, worse, isn't it? That is much that is worse. worse. It hurt his ego way more than if I said, yeah, I hate them. They all live. Congratulations. Rent, they all live rent free in my head. How how old was this? Like fifteen. <laughs> oh, I I almost wish he'd been younger. <laughs> <laughs> Just to ruin him from an early age. Would have yeah, would have would have felt crueler. Yeah. Um anyway, we get back to fight, fight, fight yeah. territory. And in fact it's it's fight, fight, flamethrow, because Lucy's obviously gone. Do you know what I haven't done for a while? Yeah. I yeah. I so, have noticed so the... that we haven't seen that one for a while. Yeah. Whether whether we see it again or not, I don't know. Well, ever in the history I, of the series. Yeah. I'm sure we will. Don't know. I, I, I just wonder if there came a point when they said, actually, no, the, the show's quite popular and people seem to quite like Lucy Lawless. Maybe we should try not to <laughs> burn her face burn her off. Face off. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm sure they did it again. Good. I'm sure they do it again. It's fine. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, so they defeat everyone who's in the main forge room really easily because they're obviously they've got access to the special swords now, and yes. it turns out that when you've got the right equipment, they're all really easy to defeat because they just. It also <laughs> turns out that the one thing that can defeat the the special tin boomerang made of the metal of Hephaestion is the chakram. So, what is the chakram made of? Well, I think they were implying that it's also made of the metal of Hephaestus, but it clearly isn't because we find out later that she got it from India. <laughs> that yeah. it came that it came but, from India. But like they didn't they didn't think ahead these things. I mean, who cares? No, no, but but there's clearly the chakram is made of superior some, stuff. Some amazing metal. Anyway. Yeah. So Yeah, so they've got this plan to blow up the forge. They're gonna basically stuff up some sort of like pressure valve. Um, so yeah, they, blast, they, blast shield, whatever that is. Um, yeah, it's so just a big, pot just of a, a big fire. pot. Yeah, and um, so they chuck they chuck all the special metal swords in there, and then mm-hmm. um, you know Ares' boyfriend comes and starts scream, screaming about how it's not fair. Not my um, toys. Yeah, not my special um, toys. And then Ares appears and says, "Remember, I'm not going to interfere. This is between you." And basically then the two of them stare at each other for quite a long time. I think it was meant to be a sort of like Western thing where the, you know, Uh, draw draw pistols at high noon. I think it was maybe meant to be something like that because they both go for their throwing thing. And as you said, Xena hits the tin boomerang with her chakram and it splinters into little pieces which all go flying back into his fucking face. All of which embed themselves (laughs) in his face. Yeah. And he's better looking. Gnarly dude. Gnarly dude. So he's dead. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then um, they blow up the thing. So they won. Hurrah. Yeah, the the castle blows up with one of the worst explosions Mm. in the series, but not the worst. There's a much worse one coming in a few weeks. Exciting. 
Yeah. Looking forward but to it. One of those explosions where it's clearly a load of boxes being thrown about. Yeah. With a fire effect behind it. But yeah, there's there's a much Fabulous. worse one to come I'm quite looking forward to. Yeah. Exciting. Um, um so then we've got basically we're left with two couples at the end. Doctor yeah. Doctor from Home and Away and Big Muscly Misogynist, they go off together to be presumably to go and have babies because that'll sort it out. Um I imagine so. <laughs> they they almost they almost feel like they were heading off to a spin-off series. Do you remember when um at the end of uh which one was it? Was it Miss Amphipolis where Pat no, it was Blind Faith, where Blind Faith. Palamon goes off with what's his what's his name? Uh, Vidalis. <laughs> Vidalis? Vidalis? That's Sim. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's, it's kind of that again. They go off to have their own adventures. And, yeah, and I would have watched that. I would have watched that show, though. Yeah. The Adventures of I'd Palabon. I would have watched this. I, I didn't hate this episode as much as you clearly oh, did. Oh, I didn't like I, it at all. Uh, give me, it was give better me than I remembered. Adventures of Palamon and the Camp Bear Hairdresser. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want adventures of shrill man-hating lesbian but who turned for just the right man and big muscly misogynists making their way in the world. That's not I'm not after, I'm not into that shit. Okay. <laughs> but Zena and Gabrielle go off together and have a cute little moment where Zena's like, you know, Oh Gabrielle, you're a good un. and then like chucks her on yeah. the chin. You're a good un, Gabrielle. Yeah. It's one you know? one of their one of their cute cute walking into the sunset, cute joshing about. Yeah. Comfortable with each other. So I hope you enjoyed them being happy together because we're not gonna see it again for quite a long time. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> no. We're about to head into the beginning of uh one of the most traumatic arcs in Xena history. Um absolutely uh what's the word? Infamous. Infamous among Xena fans, the next yeah, dozen or so episodes. Yeah. There's so, some bad shit coming up. There is some bad shit coming up starting next week when we go. Um, well, well, Zena and Gabrielle come and visit us. Really, they're coming off to yeah, come and come yeah. and visit the old uh, rainy turf island, as I believe it's known internationally. <laughs> turf <laughs> island. It's yeah. Britannia, isn't it? They're heading off to Britannia Real next Britannia. week. Yeah. Which I have to say has so little to recommend it, mm. um, either then or now. Yeah, both then frankly, and now it has absolutely nothing to recommend it. Don't yeah, don't bother. Yeah. So exciting, and also <laughs> as as befits <laughs> as befits the location, one of the worst things to happen in the series happens. <sighs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So yay! Who's excited? Look hard to it. Oh. <laughs> What's your rating for this me? shitty episode? Me? For this episode, well, um, I'm gonna give it seven. I oh fuck me. I <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't really remember it. I kind of knew what the obviously knew what the MacGuffin was because it's that's the title, that's the film. Mm-hmm. You know what's what's gonna happen. Um, well, I thought it was all right. No, I thought six, it was six, seven, six. Fucking seven, shit. Six, yeah, seven, give it seven, six. six. Give it a six because I'm going to give it a four and that'll make it nice and easy to make an average. I'm going with seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, six, six is no six is fair. I think. All right. So on, and uh, meet me in the middle. Five out of ten. An extremely average and forgettable episode. Exciting. <laughs> it wasn't really worth doing. <laughs> So we've not made well, it. We didn't manage half an hour, but it's still it's not too bad. 
It's not too bad. By the time we cut out all of the really bad jokes that I made, it might even be down. (laughs) Yeah, all the the problematic. (laughs) All the bad stuff, yeah. All the stuff that I really should have had a script for. Um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So we'll be back next week. Um, I think we need some time to um, (laughs) gird our loins for the horrors to come. Yeah. Yeah. God. Um, We advise you to do the same. So we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flim Flam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.